Welcome back to the Mackinac on Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jared Scorp. And earlier this month was the 90th anniversary of the re-legalization of beer in America. And Jason Taylor, a professor here at Central Michigan University and also a scholar on the Board of Scholars for the Mackinac Center, had a really interesting piece in the on the history of the re-legalization of beer in the Wall Street Journal and what the free market for booze has done to grow our economy. We got him on the show uh, to chat through that today. Jason, thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me there. I so, appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you. So this started in FDR's era. Can you paint a picture for us here? Because this came about during the time of Prohibition, right? And they were trying to bring bring booze back into America. Tell us the story. Yeah, well, let's go Let's go back to, to Prohibition itself. The, the, the Prohibition Amendment that was passed in, in 1920 was called the Prohibition of Liquor. And it forbid the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors. And a lot of people who supported Prohibition back in 1919, 1920, they, they didn't exactly know what they were voting for. They thought they were voting for the Prohibition of Liquor. The Volstead Act is what actually defined intoxicating beverages. The Volstead Act, surprisingly to many people, defined intoxicating beverages as 0.5% or higher. So a lot of people were like, well, we thought we were going to be able to drink beer and wine. We thought this was a Prohibition of Liquor. So, for, so everything above 0.5% was prohibited from 1920 until 1933. Hmm. Then the, the great, with the Great Depression, there was a lot of calls for for reform of prohibition, not just because of the economics, but just the, the prohibition was a failure. So in uh, the, the Democrats get elected in '32, they had in their platform basically to, to reform prohibition, and they said, you know, we're going to try to legalize beer by amending the definition of prohibition. That's what they did. So in March of '33, they passed a law that changed the definition of intoxicating to being uh, 3.2% or higher. So this takes effect on April 7, 1933. 3.2 beer is legal uh, nationwide as long as your state didn't have its own prohibition, which many did. So 20 states it was legal on April 7th. By the end of prohibition in December of 33, 3.2 beer was 43 of the states had had legal beer. So that's a little bit of the background on, uh, on that. Now, now, what I focused on in the Wall Street Journal editorial was the economic impact that they had suggested that this bringing back beer would also bring back jobs. And, and they were right, that, that uh, uh, many breweries were ramping back up, and some were doing it in anticipation. They knew it was coming. So by, by April 7th, there were about 200 breweries selling. By June 1st, there were about 300 breweries. By the end of the year, there were 600 breweries that were selling 3-2 uh, beer. And this created tens of thousands of jobs. Uh, our estimate, it's conservative estimate, I think, is, is about 100,000 jobs created in the spring of uh, 1933. Wow. And that definitely helped. Uh, that, was, you know, that was the low point of the economy. And then we saw this nice recovery that happened for those, for those months in the spring of 1933. Hmm. Does, does the evidence suggest that those, are those tr- were those jobs that are truly being created or are those jobs that were happening, but they were happening on the black market or in some way that we were – miss, you know, that they weren't shown up in, in official statistics. Basically, were we getting all the bad parts of prohibition or what it was trying to prevent and getting none of the good parts, um, the jobs? Well, I, so, so I think that most of these, these jobs are truly additional jobs. A, a, lot, a lot of the breweries, that they were 
still in operation. Many breweries were still in operation. They just weren't making beer. They were doing other things. They were selling near beer, which is like the beer below half percent. They were selling ice cream. They were selling cheese. They were making malt syrup. They were making other kinds of things besides alcoholic beer. And they were. And I have no reason to believe why they wouldn't be reporting accurate uh, employment data to the to the government on that. And, and so then, and then a lot of the breweries that did enter were clearly breweries that were shut down for 15 years they had been out of business and then you saw this huge entrepreneurial response where where breweries that were that were closed for for many many years you know t- 10 years or longer suddenly were were reopening retooling they bought new machines and there's all this evidence of this if you look in the, in the historical newspapers is what I do a lot of my research to get some of these anecdotes from all this evidence of these breweries that were buying new um, <clears throat> bottling equipment buying new uh um, refrigeration equipment. So all these jobs were created in those industries, and I can't even estimate those. You know, and, and the estimations that we do are, are, are pretty, pretty basic. That's why I think that when I say 100,000 jobs, I think it's probably a lot more than that. Yeah, it sounds like it is. We've got to leave it there, Jason. Uh, I did, I did find that beer in Michigan, the industry is a 10 billion dollar industry. Obviously, it's grown a lot recently. You can read Jason Taylor's piece, A New Deal on Beer, in the Wall Street Journal. It's a great read. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And that's all the time we have tonight. You can check out this show and all our others by heading to frankbeckmancenterforjournalism.com or thegreatvoice.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Mackinac Michigan Show here on WJR. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not necessarily those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.